We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lakers Nation, we have a trade. Russell Westbrook heading to the Utah Jazz. D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt coming back to your Los Angeles Lakers. I'm Trevor Lane from LakersNation.com. Let's break this thing down. Let's talk about the deal. The trade deadline still not coming up till tomorrow, 3 o'clock Eastern time, but the Lakers ahead of the buzzer getting a deal done. Joining me to discuss Matt, the Optimist Peralta. Matt, how are you doing? The Lakers, Rob Palenka, they get it done. I feel like this is the trade that a lot of Lakers fans have been waiting for. Yeah, I'm doing pretty well, Trevor. And I swear, every time I try to leave the house, news just decides to break. Um, not to steal your shtick, but I was literally about to head out before Woj hit us with the three-team you, trade is being finalized. Were you going to Costco? <laughs> yes, I was on my way to run errands because I thought oh, I've got a little bit of downtime. Nope. No, I don't. The Lakers have made a trade. I think everyone should be pretty stoked about it. I think this is excellent work by the front office. The Lakers turn Russell Westbrook and JTA and, and Juan Toscano, JTA and Damian Jones into three rotation guys. I don't think you could ask for much more than this. No, yeah, yeah, you absolutely can't. Um, you and I just recorded a video for the LakersNation.com YouTube channel where we broke this down, but let's take a, a quick peek at um, you know, what this this ultimately looks like. Uh, Lakers sending D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, so Lakers get those players three D'Angelo Russell, again, former Laker coming back home. Uh, and Russell Westbrook, Damian Jones, Juan Toscano Anderson going out from the that's the Lakers side of things. Now, Mike Conley leaving the Utah Jazz and heading to the Minnesota Timberwolves. We do have three second round picks going to the Wolves who swapped out D'Angelo Russell. Got Mike Conley, who is under contract for next year, has about $14 million guaranteed on his deal for next season. The Utah Jazz get the first-round pick from the Lakers, but it is a top-four protected 2027 first, so good work by the Lakers there to at least get that top-four protection on there. It protects them in the event of some catastrophe, where if they wound up with the number-one pick that year or something like that, Utah will not get that draft pick. Instead, the Lakers would get to hang on to it. So essentially, the Lakers, as we've talked about for a while now, Matt, they took Russell Westbrook and they turned him into, at the very least, three rotation players, maybe some some starters in here, certainly as well. Um, 
this is this is a good bit of work here by the Lakers, by Rob Palenka. I mean, initial reaction to this move, fans seem pretty happy, and I can understand why. I think this is this is an excellent, very smart, very well well executed move by the Lakers, in my opinion. Yeah, it's not something that we can say every day, or at least it's not something we've been able to say about the Lakers in in recent years. But look, this is job well done. They have been holding out up until basically the eleventh hour for a deal like this, but I think it pays off because the cost is not bad. You know, a lot of us have been speculating it's probably going to take two firsts to get rid of Russ and bring back multiple guys, but to do that all with one, lightly protected, might I add, that's great work. You address the outside shooting concerns. Delo shooting 39%. Malik Beasley's in, the, I believe, the top 12 in total made threes this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared Vanderbilt's another, another nice energy big. You can either start or come off the bench. Like, I I am pretty happy with this deal. I think the Lakers did well for themselves here. And, and honestly, I think every party did pretty well for themselves. Yeah, You know, when I look at this, I think with our whole our big thing for the whole time, the whole season, essentially, we've been talking about, well, if the Lakers move Russell Westbrook, the one, the one thing that you're losing, really, is you're losing Russ's playmaking ability, right? How many times have we seen Russ combine with the bigs? Wenyon Gabriel was a favorite target of his. Unfortunately, Wenyon's fallen out of the rotation a bit lately. But Thomas Bryant, even Anthony Davis, those bigs really benefited from the passing that Russell Westbrook brings. Now, D'Angelo Russell, you brought in somebody who can mitigate that, at least to some degree. They're not the same kind of passer at all very different players russell westbrook and andy angel russell but another ball handling guard that can still be a creator for your offense so you check that box while adding the shooting that you need while adding some help on the boards in jared vanderbilt which is something that you also needed you checked a lot of boxes with this move now maybe you didn't get that six eight super switchy wing player jared vanderbilt can do it a little bit but not that that prototypical three and D wing you didn't get in this deal and you added more guards, but the Lakers may not be done here, Matt. They still have Patrick Beverly, Lonnie Walker, another first round pick. There's more seconds that they can move as well. The deadline's not coming up till three Eastern time. The Lakers may not be finished here. No, I don't think they are. And before I, I get into that, uh, Chris Haynes did just tweet, Chicago Bulls are interested in signing Russell Westbrook should he secure a buyout with the Jazz. Okay, so add them to the list. So far, the the Bulls and the Clippers have been named. The Miami Heat were a, a team that's already been mentioned as well previously before the deal went down. So other teams will line up to try to sign Russell Westbrook. Now that the Utah Jazz, the, the, the Jazz are going to buy him out, right? There's no chance Utah they have to. No, there, I don't think there's any way that, that Russ stays with the Jazz. I think he gets bought out. But, you know, to your earlier point, the Lakers do have some flexibility still. They've got a couple second-round picks they can still use. They've got their 2029 first. Uh, they could very easily package Lonnie and Pat Bev with that with that pick or with picks to get another player, or they could swap one of those guys for another rotation guy, uh, a la Cam Reddish and my beloved Jay Crowder, if that is an option for the Lakers. Ugh. How would how would you feel if Jay Crowder becomes a Laker, Matt? Uh, it, it's like when you date a girl and you know you don't like their in-laws, but you have to play nice because you know she's your wife. That's uh, that's Jay Crowder to me. He is the in-law I, I hate but I, I guess we have to be family for a little bit. <laughs> uh, hey, so uh, Josh Eberly, who does a good job on, on Twitter, you guys, you guys know Josh, if, you, if you're uh, in part of the Twitter sphere, just tweeted, D'Lo, Vanderbilt, and Beasley only being apart for half the season is so weird. Not only uh, is D'Angelo Russell being reunited with the Lakers, but he's also being reunited with his former Minnesota Timberwolves teammates. 
You know what's crazy too is that the Wolves and the Jazz are playing tonight. So Andy Larson, who covers the Jazz, uh, said Nikhil Alexander Walker walked over to the Wolves locker room to shake hands with his new teammates. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 the bizarre things that can happen when, when trades take place. Uh, Senpai NFT says, never been so happy in a 24-hour span, right? We had just the heartbreak of, of yes. Well, you had the great moment of LeBron, of course, passing uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right? And setting the scoring record. Senpai is a, is a LeBron fan, by the way. Um, but then the heartbreak of losing the game. And now suddenly this trade, we're riding the roller coaster, Matt. Happy belated, Trevor. Thank you. 20-7 yep. and seven to finish the year. Let's get it. As long as Ham realizes he has wing depth now. Is this the death of the three-guard lineup, Matt? Um, I mean, we've still got D'Lo, Dennis, and Pat Bev, so maybe not. Until but D'Lo is at least 6'4". Okay. I, mean, that's, I guess Russ is 6'3", but yeah. I, I'll give you that. Um, He'll find a way to do it. And, you know, someone oh, brought up a good point. I think our very own Keith Smith uh, said it. Bulls have a ton of guards. So does that mean Caruso or Kobe White or someone else is out if they're interested in Russ? Oh, that's interesting. That's Caruso's interesting. been mentioned Could, in rumors. Kobe White's been on the block forever. If we're bringing D'Angelo Russell back, can we just bring back Alex Caruso too? Lonnie for Lonnie and Wenyan for Caruso. All right. All right. Uh, Sonic Fighter said, I got to bet Rob did a good job on this one. Got to get his flowers. As excited as I am about this trade, I'm more excited for the next move. I think this this is the big move, though, right? This is definitely the big move. I mean, the this biggest the big swing move. the Lakers can take is for Boyan or Greg Trent. Yeah. You know, Matt, something that we shouldn't overlook, too, the Lakers actually cleared a little bit of salary off of next year by moving Damian Jones in the deal. That's right. He sure did. Not not a significant amount. It's a, it's a minimum it's a salary. Minimum. But nonetheless, he was on. he had a player option for next year. He's almost certain to pick that up. And you moved him. Yeah. That's that's all that's, work there. That's uh that's called being good around the margins, which is something we've been critical of Rob Palinka in the front office for. So uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh Brian said this is a great deal. If it's true that we only give up one pick, do you think we're gonna use the other pick to get another player? That's where I look at this roster and I still say, like even uh Spencer here uh coming in from YouTube said still too many guards. There are still too many guards on this roster, aren't they? And Billy Beasley is another guard. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is value wise. And in terms of skill set, this makes sense. But looking at the Lakers roster, it, it just makes all the sense in the world to for another move to be coming here because we're, we're back to being too guard heavy. I think there's something else in the works that to make this really all come together. I agree. I mean, I've been saying this a bunch and I think people are probably getting sick of hearing it, but um, you can turn lonnie walker and pat bev into something else that would help clear your guard log jam and then you could also make room for another wing player um that would be the smartest thing the lakers could do at this point and i think that's yeah. the direction they should go in even if it is jay crowder oh. uh tyler said uh win trade i owe you an apology rob i wasn't familiar with your game three great players back that are young can shoot and give good depth i wish russ the best one of the best to ever do it yeah, Matt, you know, you you put out a tweet about this, about Russell Westbrook and respecting his professionalism and all that. Can you speak to that a little bit about, you know, a lot of fans were excited to see Russell Westbrook go. There's been a roller coaster there. There's been some animosity between Russ and Lakers fans, certainly more last season. But you talked about how professional he's been. What what do you what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, I I've, I've I've always stood by this. It's never been personal with me and Russ. Like a lot of people have 
kind of leaned in way too hard and that he's ruining the Lakers or, you know, it just becomes more personal than it needs to me because after at the end of the game, at the end of the day, it's basketball, right? It's a game. I don't think you should ever be attacking a guy's character and making it personal with him. So um, given all the vitriol and the hatred and drama that Ross, that Russ has been going through the past season and a half with the Lakers, I think he's handled it about as well as any person possibly could. Like if I had to just scroll through my Twitter account and I got that many, you know, those many threads or those many like hate comments, I don't know what I would do with myself, but the fact that he's still able to come in every day, put in the work, stay as ready as possible, um, you know, accepting his bench role, things of that nature. I think it does speak to him as a professional and as a high standup, high, high character guy, especially as a, and especially as a good teammate. Like we've heard that sentiment with Russ for a lot of years now that, you know, guys that play with him swear by him as a really good teammate. So yes. You know, at the end of the day, it just didn't work out between Russ and the Lakers. And so I can appreciate him for being as professional as he has been the past season and a half. Especially recently, he had he was asked about his role not playing in the fourth quarter and all that sort of stuff. And, and he said everything that you would hope you'd have to say. Now, I believe that part of that may have just been some self-awareness from him, understanding that he's probably not far away from being a free agent. And teams are going to want to see that he can be a team player, that he can say all the right things, that he's not going to cause problems and all that sort of stuff. So I think that he certainly had incentive to be uh, the, a team first guy based on the things that he was saying in, the, in those press conferences. But nonetheless, you look at the effort that he's played with, the, the hustle that he played with all season long, and you can't fault him for that, even if he did make some uh, mistakes on the floor and things of that nature. So um, I think you're right. You know, Russ, he accepted moving to the bench and he made some great strides this year. So we, again, of course, wish him all the best wherever he goes, unless it's with the Clippers, uh, obviously, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, that might be the only team him that, that and the Celtics, if he goes to either of those teams, I can't imagine the Celtics would side him for any reason, but just those two teams, if he, if he goes anywhere else, but those two, I will be rooting for Russ to do well. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Dante said, I, I'm like, where are y'all at? It's done, gentlemen. Yeah, it, it is indeed. Matt and I had to record, not the live video, but the recorded version of the breakdown to kind of live on forever. This is the, the live show. So it took us a minute to get that done, and then we jumped on here live. Uh, Wicked Bronco, I can't believe we got all that for one first. We fleeced them. Now if we can turn Lonnie, Beverly, Jones, and JTA. Well, Jones and JTA are already in the deal, so can't do that into Buddy or Trent Jr., we can make the playoffs. Trev, any other moves that you see coming? Would you, you know, Buddy Heald, Gary Trent Jr., I feel like Malik Beasley already fits that skill set. I'm not saying, you know, Gary Trent Jr., you can make the argument he's the better player and, and all that, but I don't know if they're looking for another two-guard. And In fact, I would say they shouldn't be looking for another two-guard. That's not really the skill set they need at this point. No, I don't think so. Um, I, I would prefer the Lakers target elsewhere. I mean, JTG. I mean, GTJ would probably be my um, my preferred target there. But I, I will say though, like let's just say let's just entertain the thought. Like the Lakers do trade for Hield. I wouldn't hate it. It just would seem a little redundant. But that's another contract that you'd have on the books for next season that you can then turn into another piece down the line. Yes, true, true. And that's that's the other thing we should mention here is the Lakers in terms of their future cap space. They will now almost certainly be operating as an above the cap team. Um, they don't necessarily have to if they really D'Angelo Russell's expiring. Mm -hmm. uh, Malik Beasley has a team option on next year at 16 million, which based on his three point percentage is pretty reasonable. Um, and Jared Vanderbilt is not entirely guaranteed. I can't imagine anyone would not guarantee that contract, though. But in any event, you could potentially move on from 
these guys and go after somebody in free agency. You're just not going to have that much cap space. Maybe you could execute some sign-in trades or something like that, but all of that feels far-fetched to me. I think the most likely scenario that we see from the Lakers here is this summer. They will operate as an above-the-cap team, use bird rights on, ideally, D'Angelo Russell, uh, Malik Beasley, they'll pick up the team option on, Jared Vanderbilt you keep around, and then Rui Hachimura, you use his bird rights to hang on to him, Austin Reeves, keep him around. Uh, it could squeeze out some players, maybe a Thomas Bryant, maybe Lonnie Walker, if he winds up staying past the trade deadline, some players like that. But it feels like the Lakers are now on the path of being an above-the-cap team. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yep, I agree with all of that. I, I think, again, this is just the smart move for the Lakers. Turn a contract or turn a guy you weren't going to ring back into guys that you can foresee. You can see foreseeable or in the foreseeable future. I think that's mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. All right, joining us now, we've got another Lakers Nation staff member who's a lot of experience being in the locker room, speaking with the players directly, and that is our own Ryan Ward. Ryan, Ryan. how are you doing? Hello. Is my camera blurry or what? <laughs> <laughs> The, the technical analysis there from, from Ryan Ward. Uh, Ryan, what, what are your thoughts on, on the trade? Russell Westbrook to Utah, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt coming to L.A. Well, we've been kicking it around all day, right? Um, yeah. I mean, you know how I feel about D'Angelo, so I, I, I don't know. You know, it's just one of those things I think I'd have to see um, how it looks on the floor with all the, the new guys. Um, and what their true intentions are with, with uh, D'Angelo, you know? Do you think that he could be a long-term fit here? I mean, how do, how do you see D'Angelo Russell fitting alongside LeBron and AD? Not very well. <laughs> Not well. Oh. Okay. So it, it, now he's got the shooting ability, but do you think it's because he needs the ball in his hands in order to act as a playmaker? Yeah. I mean, I could see, and he can't defend anybody. So, I mean, then that's a big problem at the point guard position. So, uh, I think you get a boost in the shooting department, but it's kind of the other guys that are kind of the, the key part of this, aren't they? Like, you know, just where you can spread the floor and you get a little bit of a bump defensively with the other guys. That's an interesting question. Like, Matt, who is more what, – what's more important here, Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt or D'Angelo Russell? Because D'Lo is the oh. headliner, but it's not like Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt are throw-ins by any means. Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, I will say I think D'Lo is the best you know, all-around shooter, obviously, out of the three of those guys. But, you know, 
I, I will say that the versatility between Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley, one an outside shooter, the other guy a rebounder defensive guy, I, I probably in that way, actually, because I think both those guys round out the roster in meaningful ways. Yeah, they're both interesting fits for the Lakers. That, If nothing else, like, like Ryan, if nothing else, the Lakers got a more well-rounded roster out of this. They've got oh, yeah. a, a deeper roster, yeah. I think. And, and I think it's, it's also fair to say D'Angelo Russell is probably a better fit than Russell Westbrook, right? I, he's not going to make the mis- you know the uh, the mistakes at end games that 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 Westbrook would have, and uh, I don't think he's going to be that much of a problem. You know, I mean, you know, who the hell knows in this league? You know, this this could be something that could be terrible in two weeks, but uh, right now I'd say they did get better. You know, yeah. and that's the the whole goal, and I don't think they're done. No. I don't mean- yeah. I don't think they're they're done either. Let's let's talk Same. about Alex threw in so happy we got shooting Beasley and D'Lo. Uh, she said, "Got to give Rob, Rob credit. Did not see this coming. I didn't either. Somebody mentioned this on our live show a couple of days ago and said D'Angelo Russell. And I said I've heard nothing linking D'Angelo Russell to the Lakers. I'd be surprised if that if that happens. Um, all the buzz we heard <laughs> like was I about you guys before. I thought this was a joke tweet. Yeah, like, no way. You know, I, you I know didn't what? Think this was happening. You, you know what's funny? I think this is the second time Phoenix has gotten sniped by the Lakers for a player that they wanted. We saw they were interested oh, in D'Lo and then Rui. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they've really been that aggressive, though. You know, sons. Because I bet their I, whole management thing's kind of a mess right now. Because I mean, Matt Ishbia sounds like he he wants to make some moves. New owner syndrome, as Bill Simmons would say. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah I remember hearing that the other day. But um, yeah, right. was it was right. Isaiah Thomas that they were talking about bringing in? They were, but then they said in the presser that he's just kidding. He kind of said he's not, but it's it was it sounded a little up. I didn't read completely into it, but um, uh-huh. I was a little busy, obviously, with other Lakers stuff going on. But um, it sounded like it was at least he wasn't completely shutting it down while also not saying it's not happening right now. So yeah, we'll see what winds up happening there. Uh, Ryan, what's what's next for the Lakers in your opinion? I already got Matt's take on this. What? What do they do from here? Trade deadline coming up three o'clock Eastern time tomorrow. Is there another move coming? God, I don't know if I want to say it. Say it. <laughs> I don't know if I want to say it. Um, AD man, <laughs> you said it. I did. I did. honestly didn't. But hey, look, we're gonna look good if if it does happen, or at least there's a conversation. Yeah, me, me, and Trevor just said Russ was the big move, but then here's Ryan saying there's <laughs> you're saying. Move. Ryan, you've got now that they made this move, you think there's a there's an Anthony Davis move coming. Oh man. I think there could be. I think there could be. I mean, I, I don't know. The confidence level is like in between, but I th- I think there's something kicking around. Um, wow. That's I hope uh, I, I I almost hope Ryan's right, just to say that we had it here first. That's spicy. so do I, man. I didn't want to say it. Like, you know, God knows what's gonna happen. If this All right, change. spicy stuff here coming out on on the uh, on the LakersNation.com slash uh, podcast slash live stream here. Who knows? I mean, maybe that would, that would that would be like this was surprising. D'Angelo Russell winding up back with the Lakers like this was Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt. We've talked about a bit. That was kind of okay. All right, we could see how this could happen. The D'Angelo Russell piece was the wait what part of this. Mm. An Anthony Davis trade would be a legitimate like jaw-dropping moment if that happens before three o'clock tomorrow depends on what they get i think it'd be i'd be jaw-dropping regardless of what they got i feel like (laughs) yeah don't yeah i mean true 
True, but the thing is, if what if they just get a huge haul of picks? You know what I mean, and a bunch of guys that don't really mean much. Oh or, man, or they get guys that are perfect around LeBron. The pandemonium. That I mean, that's if you're rooting for chaos, then we know what side you're on there. Root, root for that because that would be it. That would be chaos. Uh, Mario they, Hernandez, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say Mario said win trade. Delo returns home. Russ is fine. Top four protected pick. We get wings that shoot and defend. Rob, we owe you an apology. We weren't familiar with your game. It's up to Ham to not screw this up. Oh, that's a great, great point. How does how does Darvin Ham handle this rotation? You play – if there isn't another move, you play Patrick Beverly, D'Angelo Russell, and Dennis Schroeder on the floor together as much as you possibly can. Oh, you know it's going to happen, dude. That's how and, you would screw this up. Mm-hmm. I, but you guys, you. how many more wins do you think they win now that they've done this? That's a good question, too. Um, yeah. How many games the Lakers have left? 27, right? Yeah. How many more do they win than they would have otherwise? I mean – like trade yeah. machine, you know, they like have- trade machine, like the plus, the plus minus, yeah. however many wins. I, I think this adds like at least three or four, right? Three, mm-hmm. yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'd say that's about right. I uh, mean, that's good. Like, oh yeah, that, that's fantastic. And this season, that's that's incredible. That could be the difference right there easily. Uh, Justin, throw a parade since Westbrook said at his introductory presser, "There's no expectations." Been waiting for this day, Wait a year and a half for, yeah, for just- Russell Westbrook to be moved. That's a long time. <laughs> It just feels like people haven't seen the sun for like a year and a half. <laughs> and now people are finally get to see the sun, like every the sky, the, the sky and like the sun shines raining down. Like, I feel like everyone's like way too happy about this. Still kind of weird, isn't it? Doesn't feel yeah, it doesn't feel it hasn't, hasn't hit quite yet. No. Yeah, Waits for the press release and they'll be like, okay, okay, it's done. Did, did the Russell right. Westbrook hate go too far? Yeah. Well, of course. It oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He just, I mean, um, I would say because he's not the most likable guy that people do take it to a whole, whole nother level, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's very, very touchy, very, you know, explosive he can be. And, you know, he, do, he doesn't do a lot to, to change that except for his play, which sucked. What, what would you guys say? 60% of the time it was terrible. Yeah. I, I mean, sure. like the whole, the, the entire time he was here, about 60 Something. Like, I mean, he had his moments. He had some great moments too. No, I, I think I, I agree with Ryan. It's, if you, I, I think it, it wasn't 50 50. I think it was yeah. definitely more negative than positive. But I, yeah. I agree with Ryan. I just feel like, you know, his personality off the court kind of like lends itself to being, you know, even more ridiculed than, than yeah. normal. Totally. Yeah. Uh, Kriya said, much credit to Rob Man. Two good trades this year. Yeah, I like this deal. And I liked the, the Rui Hachimura trade as well. Do we go for Trent or Boyan? Any other thoughts? Is that is that could that be there? If we go after Boyan uh, Bogdanovich with a with the first round pick, I would do it. I'm go trying on. to think of the rotation. I, I I feel like that'd be fine though. Well, who would you take, Trent or Boyan? I'd I probably go I'd... Trent because he's younger. Really? Yeah. Hmm. If I'm thinking like long term for the Lakers, like guys I can build around. But if you told me we, if you're, it's just like splitting hairs, man. Like if you told me I get either of these guys, I'm pretty stoked. That's true. That's true. What about you? What about you, Trevor? Yeah, I would. I, I think given that Trent has to be paid after this year, and how many other you already have to look at Delos an expiring contract. You got to pick up an option on Malik Beasley. You got to pay Austin Reeves. I'm probably taking the contractual certainty of 
Boyan. I think you've got sure. enough young players, but it's super close. Yeah. It's super close. Like you can make I, an argument for either one. I like I and and the tie in part gets broken by the fact that Boyan is six eight and Trent is not. Well, I was gonna say I'm I'm throwing Rich Paul a bone since Gary Trent's clutch. So ah, there you go, there you go. Uh, wow, great trade. We don't have to talk about Russ anymore. Ham has a lot to prove now. No excuses going forward. Not a lot of time to win either. Yeah, there. Th- I mean, th- this is a good one because there's less scapegoats now. Just That's one. True. There's one. <laughs> Just Ham. That's it. Now you got to win, and and the thing is, they haven't leave, they haven't given themselves a lot of leeway here, so they've got like there's not a lot of games left. Ideally, they would have done a move like this a month ago, two months ago, right? But teams weren't ready to make deals yet, so now the pressure's on to win and win a lot. Well, the Lakers are down. Lakers are down two, two games. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 two games behind the Jazz for the last play-in spot. There's 27 games left. Yes, Ryan. Um, I think they play the Thunder twice still, right? Yeah, we think said. they do. I mean, like, they can take them to the limit. Regardless, I mean, every team can take this team to the limit, unless you know these guys coming in just gives a total influx of you know uh, play style and everything, you know, and it just changes the way you know the whole dynamic. Yeah. Which no, it has to, it has to, right? Because Russ is just such a such a different kind of player, you know. I how much worse did the Jazz get? Um. Well, if they buy him out, lose Vanderbilt. Yeah, they're gonna buy out Russ. Lost Conley. Yeah, lose Conley. I think the Jazz signaled that hey, we're gonna start. We're not gonna worry about wins this season, which we knew they were gonna do. I think they got. I think the Jazz pretty clearly are gonna drop out of the playoff race here. Sorry, and I'm bringing that up right because then that brings the other two teams ahead of the Lakers, the Thunder and the Trailblazers. They're both a game and a half above the Lakers right now. So yeah. Uh, race for 10th. Yep. Yes, indeed. Uh, Dante said D'Lo and Beasley play no defense. It'll still suck on defense. Well, that, that's where you need Anthony Davis to step up his game on the back line and help you out there because that will be a concern is defense. And we, I mean, my goodness, we saw it last night against the Thunder. The Lakers defense did not show up at all. D'Angelo Russell and Malik Beasley aren't necessarily going to help you on that end of the floor. Nope, but they'll shoot well enough. And I think, you know, this might signal that the Lakers can start outscoring teams. Hopefully, imagine if they come and they they can't shoot for shit. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's where. Uh, hopefully, gone will be the days of teams completely ignoring every single Laker player behind the three point line. There you go. I mean, that's that has to open everything up, you know, especially yep. for somebody like AD and LeBron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really worry about LeBron that way though. You know, he always kind of figures it out. True. Uh, Sonny said, is there a possibility of another move, Buddy or Trent or Boyan? We discussed that already, but appreciate the, the super chat there, there Sonny. Um, similar thing, John Drake said, we got a first, Pat, Bev, and Lonnie. What do you do now? If you're Rob, you go all in. I still think if you can find a wing, that's the ideal situation here. Find a yeah. wing and, and get that. Do you guys think they need to make another move to make the playoffs right now? Or do you think after this trade they're set? I think they could make the playoffs like this, but I don't know if they can compete in the playoffs like this. I mean, is that just the goal? Is the goal just to make the playoffs or is it to, to get to the second round? You know what I mean? What's the goal? I that part is like, it's not, they're not a championship contender now, you know, they're just better. You know, that's, so that's why maybe, you know, they do swing for the fences in the next one. They're like, Hey, we need a championship move or this is over. This era is over. 
Savon said, Jeannie and Rob just want to confirm LeBron getting a scoring title in purple and gold first. That's before making the Before making the move, so they didn't want that to distract from the... LeBron, from LeBron's like, what, three full points away from that? Isn't he, he's averaging 30? What, what Luca and um, jo, Joel are like... What? I think he means the the all time scoring title that he that he got oh. last night. I think that's what he's what he's talking about. But so he's saying like you didn't Pass do the that. trade a few days ago totally. because you didn't want to take away from LeBron's big night, right? Didn't want to distract or or whatever. I guess that could make sense, but I don't think that should have held up any deal like this. Like if this was available to us yesterday, oh, you do it. I was still done. Yeah, I done yeah. Yesterday. This is a what you get the other team. You get the Jazz and the Wolves on the line, and this is a. Okay, everybody stay where you're at. I'm calling the league right now. No one go anywhere, right? You don't yeah. want anybody to walk away and go talk to anybody else or anything like that. Just You just get the thing done. Yeah, agree. I uh, mean, pl- plus two, like, do you, I don't know if D'Lo and Beasley and Vanderbilt will be able to get here in time to play tomorrow, right? I, I, they probably said. I doubt it. Yeah, I, I would mean, imagine that they're Who are they playing right now? Utah? Utah. Utah did play tonight. Are they in Utah or are they in Minnesota? Uh, uh, they in, are in Utah. That's not, so that's not a long trip at all. Man. No, they could Especially get there, but they got to pass huh? physicals and all that. It, they would be surprised to see them play tomorrow. Uh, yeah. John Caleb said, we definitely aren't done. Still got a first round pick. Lonnie Pat front office heard LeBron loud and clear yesterday. And the body language of AD was worrying. Uh, Ryan, how much of a factor was that in your, you know, you say that, you know, maybe AD, maybe there's something there with him. How worried are you about Anthony Davis's body language sitting down when LeBron got the scoring title, all, all of that? What What are your thoughts there? Well, if you think about it, there was nothing to do but to celebrate yesterday, win or lose, right? Mm-hmm. It was just a big celebration. You know, it kind of reminded me of like Kobe's 60, you know, the last game. There's nothing on the line. They weren't going to the playoffs. It, it was basically just win the game and see how many points Kobe can score. It was the same thing. It was like, you know, get LeBron to to that point, and then that's it. Like it didn't matter. And AD was just had a face on him the whole time. And the yeah. fact he didn't clap, he didn't stand up, just nothing. I mean, I said, somebody didn't somebody say like, oh, oh he was in pain because he hurt something or whatever. I was like, eh, even so, you're still you know you're up there clapping and you're cheering on your guy. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. So I don't know. Um, oh, do we I got news? something here, guys. So this is this is important. This is it may be nothing, but this could wind up being incredibly important. Zach Lowe, if not conveyed in 2027, 
the Lakers first round pick. So if it falls in the top four, the Laker, the pick that goes to the jazz immediately becomes a 2027 second round pick. There are no future picks involved. What? That's interesting. So that means that doesn't encumber any future first round picks from the Lakers. So if the Lakers wind up with the third pick in the draft in 2027, all Utah gets is a second rounder. Um, it doesn't it doesn't go over to the next year. It doesn't become like the Lakers 2028 first or anything like that. They're either going to get the Lakers first in 2027, but it's top four protected. So if it winds up being the fourth pick or whatever, anything one through four, the Jazz just get a second round pick and that's it. It's not, <laughs> not bad. Something to root for in that draft, huh? Yeah, that yeah. I mean that that could wind up being huge. I mean, that might be post LeBron post AD. So yeah, oh, yeah. Probably. Um, do you wow. see the Yovan tweet? No, what do you say? Said so the the Lakers Westbrook situation had become untenable over the past week or so. Probably, mm-hmm. you know, you got that whole argument between him and Ham, right? Yeah. Um, multiple team and league sources close to the situation told the Athletic both sides were ready to move on from a partnership that never really made sense to begin with. <laughs> really, <laughs> Westbrook never made sense. Come on. No. No. Uh, Kyle Hampton, don't hate me, but I'm going to miss Russ. Wish it had worked out. Glad to see D'Lo back. Loved him. Never wanted him to go. We're going to be massively shorthanded tomorrow, but let's see where things go from here. We should probably talk about the game tomorrow because they're playing the Bucks. They are. <laughs> they are. They're going to be shorthanded. Indeed. Yeah, well, be by shorthanded, I mean JTA and Damian Jones are out of the rotation. It's really Russ you're going to be missing, right? Like, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Matt, I have to jump out for just one moment. If you guys can talk about the game for tomorrow, I'll jump right back in and we'll get back to, to Super Chats. Sure. I mean, I'm handing over the reins here for a minute. I'll be right back. No pressure, man. Oh, God. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're playing the Bucks tomorrow. That's going to be a little scary for the Lakers. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I, Do you think like after the whole LeBron's finally hit the scoring record stuff, like, you think the team can just go back to focusing on basketball again? Because to me, like the first half of that game, everyone kind of seemed like, let's get the ball to LeBron so he can score. Like I said, it reminded me of the 60-point game with Kobe. It was just like, feed Kobe, feed Kobe, feed Kobe. And then once – well, it never really ended. It was like the whole game, wasn't it? Yeah. The game was I, like a roller coaster. But it, yesterday was pretty much over in the third quarter. I, I just kind of felt like they were so like uptight like the entire game yesterday. And so I'm 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 kind of hoping, you know, a post-trade deadline, LeBron's got his record. They can probably go back to focusing on actual basketball. I'm actually super curious without Russ, you know, what the energy is like with the team. I, yeah. I just feel like yeah, it, it has to be better, right? Like well, you gotta think too, what if these guys are all excited now? You know, what if they're like, oh, you know, we got a chance, we got a shot, and they just come out with a whole nother kind of energy. Um it, but it's then like again, a, well, then again, what if AD is still all mopey and kind of pouty? Like, that's gonna suck because the trade deadline is gonna be over, and you're like, what the hell is going on with him? Right? They they're they're gonna need AD too. Like the last time that the Lakers played the Bucks, where they won, which is probably you know arguably like their best win of the season so far. AD was a monster in that game. Yeah, like uh, thirty four or something against that. Yeah, he outdueled Giannis basically. Yeah. Um, if we get anything close to the AD we got like yesterday's game. Oh, the Lakers are going to get blown out, and this is going to look ugly again. And the I haven't seen be... it like that for a, for a long time. Like, it, it was so it was weird. Yeah, I like I don't understand. Like I like I I hate speculating on this kind of stuff because you just never know what guys are going through, right? They're still human. Yeah, but uh, the thing is you can't hide body language anymore. 
it's right? yeah you just can't like, multiple camera angles everyone's got yeah. their phone out um it's lebron's night so cameras are literally everywhere um yeah i don't know man like it, it, i don't i don't know if it's anything trade trade deadline related or personal related or what it's just the lakers just need more from anthony davis and if since they're playing the bucks tomorrow like i mentioned like they're gonna need him if they want to actually climb out of these like this funk like it's just not gonna be a good look if they lose again i mean if it if you're sitting in his shoes you gotta be like oh you know we got some more shooters i got i got more space to go to work right yeah uh, i got less chance to get hurt which i knock on wood <laughs> right but uh i don't know he should be excited but then again i I honestly think it's got something to do with with rumors. He said something it could be bothered him. Um, maybe you know, I was going to say maybe Rich Paul told him something. Hey, look, they might be shopping you or something, or maybe they're looking at interested teams or or interest in you um, because they're so desperate to do something. Mm-hmm. Because, like I've said before, you know, Plank is he's his job's on the line now. Even though he signed that extension. You got Bob Myers waiting there in the summer, just like, hey, look, you know, give me a bag of money. Right. So, you know, I, w- I was just about to ask Ryan this, Trevor, but since you're back, I'll, I'll ask. Yeah. Since Russ is no longer on the team, what what's your rotation look like now? You're not going to have D'Lo, Vanderbilt, and, and Beasley for tomorrow, probably. So, what, what are you looking at? Yeah, you don't have D'Lo. You don't have Damian Jones either. So that's a big, you know, big minus out of your out of your rotation. Um, you don't have uh, Juan Toscano Anderson. So I, I think that that should mean more opportunities for Austin Reeves, some more ball handling responsibility for Lonnie Walker, potentially. Now, LeBron right now, I believe, is questionable. Uh, hey, uh, that. Tweet deck is alive again. Oh, that excellent. is a fantastic update. That was uh, breaking news from Matt Moreno. Oh, fantastic. Oh, no, no, sorry, from Daniel. From Daniel. From Daniel. All right, great. Love it. Um, so... This person says, okay, Rob, you can stay. So, yeah, I think it just means it means more ball handling opportunities for some of the other guards for the time being. Maybe you give Lonnie a walker a look with the ball in his hands in pick and roll situations. Same thing with Austin Reeves. And you just try to piece it together for, for a game and, and get through it. That's that would be my my option if I'm if I'm Darvin Ham. I think Austin, that Austin Reeves is about to drop 30 tomorrow. He, he might. might need to. <laughs> he, might. he might need to, yeah. He might need to. Competitive. I mean, what's uh? How are the Bucks doing right now? Like, I know they had that, um, that bad stretch there, but I think they're back to form, aren't they? The Bucks currently are the two seed in the Eastern Conference. They are nine, nine and nine one the in their last ten. ten games. They're on an eight-game win streak, which is the longest in the NBA. <laughs> okay, so they're yes, doing okay, <laughs> they're doing okay. Hey, they're doing pretty okay. Yeah, they're doing okay. Just well, fine. Doesn't even matter. You know, Pelicans had ten game losing streak and they beat us. So, yeah. Oh, thank you for reminding me. Uh, top four protected pick for two bench guys, and Brogdon went. What do you mean by that? I mean, you could have got Brogdon for a, a a pick like that, like what the the Celtics gave up to get Malcolm Brogdon. Is that what we're thinking? I mean, I would rather have this deal than just Brogdon for this for or Boyan for that. I did. Do you think they made Bogdan or Malcolm Brogdon? Oh, this that's is a good question. It could yeah, be maybe. Bogdan Bogdanovich. It oh. could be Boyan Bogdanovich. It could be Malcolm Brogdon. That's how I'm going to say his name from now on. Brogdon. Um, I don't. I, I don't know. 
Sorry, I'm running out of I'm running out of gas. I haven't had my coffee because I have been too scared to leave the house. <laughs> because you couldn't leave the house. I Alex couldn't leave the house such this a morning. Great so yeah. Before. Thing is, when are we gonna hear? You think you get, we're gonna hear another one tonight, or is it gonna be tomorrow morning? I think it's gonna be tomorrow. I think, I think it'll be tomorrow, tomorrow if another if another one happens. Well, you got all the games going on now, huh? So. Yeah. Yeah, but no, no GMs actually watching these games right now, man. Well, so here's the thing: as far as the NBA goes, like it'll be officially official when the team accounts uh, actually put out the the trade and they announce it. But it's also going to be official. Like it, it takes the teams have to get on the phone with the NBA front office. They have to run through the trades. They have to confirm every player that's involved. They have to look at the contracts, make sure everything all lines. Like there's a process involved with actually processing, you know, getting the deal done. Um, approved and all that. Like we know, okay, this is the deal, but now you have to go through getting it done through the league. So that's why sometimes you'll hear about it. And then like eight hours later or the next day or, or whatever, like the team accounts make it official. So I think that because of that, like they're going to be tied up doing that kind of stuff, actually processing the trade. I'm sure Rob will be off talking about other things, but it can be difficult to get two things done. Boom, boom. Just like that. Like, you've got other stuff that you're doing right now just to, uh, you know, cross the T's and dot the I's and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, DV said, Russ fan. So my last show. Okay. I uh, love your authenticity, diligence, and teaching background that made your show thoughtful and fun. Thank you, Trev. Oh, well, well thank you. Appreciate the, the kind words. And, and hey, you know, Russ may be gone, but if you feel like sticking around, we, uh, we wouldn't mind having... Russell Westbrook stands hanging out and uh, and maybe converting you over to the purple and gold. If uh, have if fun at Cooper Nation, enjoy your <laughs> That's time. Right. Trevor, That's are right. you worried at all about our viewership without the uh, rest stands to fill in the, the chats every game? Uh, I am not. I, I, I am not. <laughs> I'm not worried about about viewership from that uh, that regard. Uh, <laughs> all right. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not worried about that. Um, J Dog Laker fan. That's the, the Lakers fan base is so massive. I mean, there's there's always going to be Lakers fans. Uh, and Rob, we trust. We haven't heard a lot of that lately. Nope. Hopefully, Ham doesn't mess it up with the lineups. Might need to get rid of Pat and Lonnie for that. Sadly, we talked about this earlier when we went live uh, today when the the first trade rumors came out. Do the keys need to be taken away from Darvin Ham? And I'm talking about the keys to a three guard lineup by just removing enough guards to where he can't do it anymore. Uh, is that, should that be something like, should Rob Palenka right now be going, okay, I moved Russ. Now I got, I got to move Pat so I can stop Darvin from doing this. I think you have to, man. Like he, he is watching the same games. We are, it is not working. Please get rid of those lineups. If it requires you to trade away players. So he physically can't do that. I'm fine with it. I think he should do it. I think that's what he is doing. I, he should. And it makes sense. I think Pat Bev and Lonnie are the next to go. That's 19 million of salary you could be using for another deal. You should do uh, it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Uh, skeptical to give Rob, Rob credit. This probably fell in his lap. I'll take it either way, man. Yeah. I don't apologize for, for lobs like that. You, you know what, though? Credit. Give credit later on, man. Don't react right now. Give credit, you know, six months down the line when we see what happened. That's you fair. It's a good point. It's like when, when, when they got Westbrook and everybody's cheering. I'm like, what are you cheering for? That didn't make any sense. 
Um, and clearly now, you know, a year and a half later, we're like, oh, thank God he's gone. So just, just wait. <laughs> Baby steps with Rob. We'll give him credit for, for making a good move. And then if he turns it into a better move down the line, we'll give him credit then also. Yeah. I'll, I'll give him credit for trying, at least giving an effort, right? That's This that's is about as best case scenario as you could have probably hoped for, no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would imagine. Um, let, let me ask you guys this, just to put it all in context. If Rob had, let's pretend, and this was not reality, but let's pretend this Rob had Trevor, had this. What's that? This isn't reality right now. What are you talking no, about? No, no, this isn't. We are in the Matrix. Um, <laughs> let's let's assume that Rob had in front of him this deal, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt for a first-round pick that's top four protected uh, and a second-round pick, or or both first-round picks unprotected. And, of course, Russell Westbrook is in each of these deals. Both first-round picks unprotected for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. Ooh. Which one are you taking? Probably this one. Yeah. I think I lean this one too. Say so there's less risk with this one. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. So if I mean, that's the case, then the Lakers the Lakers gambled by waiting and not doing that deal um, right before media day. And so you could say it. I, I think you could still argue like, hey, you would have won a lot more games at this point in the season if you had Buddy Heald and Miles Turner on the team right now. You wouldn't be in this situation sitting at 13th and and all of that. So I can't say it definitively, oh, clearly they 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 made the correct decision, but that patience, at least in terms of trade value, may have paid off here. I think so. I, I mean, I think short-term Buddy and Miles is probably the better deal to take, but I think if you're thinking long-term with this franchise and you want to mitigate risk, like how Ryan mentioned, I think the Buddy deal, I think this deal that they made is probably the better one. It makes they, they got better, right? Yeah, either way, they got better. Yeah, and you think about what everything that Rob has said. He's he's done everything that he said he was going to do. Right, he's going to patiently wait for the right move. He tried with Kyrie, Nets wanted nothing to do with the Lakers. So, what could he do? You know, he pivoted as quickly as he could. Um, it's a tough job, man. It's a really tough job. But I am seeing the narrative shift with all these comments coming up, huh? It's all going from, you know, blame Rob to to hams on the clock, basically. Oh, if you, yeah, if you look at, at last night's show, I mean, a lot of the people were very upset with the Lakers front office and it's you're wasting LeBron's career and or his last yeah. few years of his career and all of that kind of stuff. And now everybody's singing Rob's praises. What a difference a day makes. No kidding. Yeah. Crazy 24 hours. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, John Drake said, Pat Lonnie for Cam and Evan Fournier or Pat and Lonnie for Alec Burks and Sadiq Bay, uh, the latter. The latter, yes, please. Yeah. Why would that, Detroit do that? Yeah, Detroit wouldn't do that. You'd have to toss in a first, and I don't know how comfortable I'd be putting in a first to that. Uh, would you trade the last three seconds for that? What? The Lakers have three second, second round, second picks, round right? picks to get Alec Burks and Sadiq Bay. Oh, okay. I don't know, man. How much does it cost you two? I just don't think that does much. Yeah, I don't think that moves your needle very much. Those are your last two salaries, too. Deals like that I don't understand because it's like you're not really doing anything. You know, you're switching kind of mediocre guys for other mediocre guys that could easily fail in, in a couple weeks, you know, here. They just don't work or they, you know. I mean, I if you're telling me just, just a straight-up swap of salaries for whatever reason, I, I'm doing it. But I'm not giving up stuff of value. 
I'd say the only thing you got going there is the fact that you've already seen what Pat Bev and Lonnie can do, right? Yeah, that, that's fair. It's a good point. You already test drove these guys, right? So bring in some fresh blood and see if that changes things. Mm-hmm. See if they mm-hmm. can be some long-term pieces down the line, yeah. Maybe. I like Lonnie personally, but I don't yeah. think he's much of a game changer, really. And he's, I don't think the Lakers can retain him anyway. So That's that's the problem with, with Lonnie. It's like – Ideally, hey, a guy who's 6'4", can play the two, can score the ball a bit, you know, pretty athletic, that's usually a guy that you want to hang on to. But if the Lakers are operating as an above-the-cap team, which is pretty certain, mm-hmm. I don't see how they're, they have the ability to, to do that, to hang on to him. So if that's the case, if you look at it and say, hey, we have no shot at keeping this guy, you might as well put him in, into a move if you find something that makes sense. What did, uh, what did, Malik, what did uh, Malik Monk get in free agency again? Six, two for 20? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. I'm thinking of Lonnie. Lonnie got Dude. six, right? Two years, like twenty-two, something like that. I feel like Lonnie's next contract's like somewhere in that ballpark, maybe a little less. Probably. But he's not as good as Malik. Though. I no. think Malik's yeah. better, better shooter. There's a chance you could keep Lonnie with his non-bird rights. I, I see that's that's where I was going with it. Yeah, there's a chance. Like what, what number that would is be that? Like, like eight, like seven. Yeah, seven and change, maybe close to eight. Hmm. That's, if that's his market. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Something to consider. We got a guard, a really good big. What else do we need, Mike? Assuming they're responding to a different commenter here. Uh, what else? What else do they need? It's it's a wing, I think. I agree. Mm-hmm. They could still use some help on the wing. Yep. I agree. Really Wonder if the Wolves would have done Beverly for Anderson. Kyle Anderson? Slow-mo? I don't think so. Nah, no slow-mo? way. <laughs> do they call him slow mo because he's so slow? Yeah. yeah, that's that's his nickname. It's slow mo Anderson, man. Yeah, because he he moves at like half the speed of everybody else on the floor, but he somehow he still scores and he's got old man game for like a twenty. He like does. he had old man game growing up. It's crazy. <laughs> I think I saw him uh, in one game get a steal, and it was like a breakaway. Right, the entire team was able to catch up to him before he even got to the rim. <laughs> he looks he like he's oh, underwater. You have, you have to pull it back out. And go yeah, over. it's a it's, it's a slow break. <laughs> Um, when D'Lo comes in, Dennis Schroeder to the bench. Is that what we're assuming happens here? Probably. No, they're both going to start. You want to bet? Oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> Even if you got rid of Pat Bev, I almost guarantee you they probably both start. <laughs> Maybe too. God, that's probably true. Uh, this is way better than those housewife shows. I hope uh, D'Lo still has ice in his veins. Let's go. How long until we get a D'Angelo Russell ice in his veins celebration? I would hope not long because that means the Lakers are doing good stuff, right? Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> Hopefully the first game he plays. What's the game after um, Milwaukee? The Warriors on Saturday. Interesting. And no the Warriors without Steph Curry. The the Lakers get the Warriors, I want to say, three times without before Steph Curry will return. Uh, you know, that's actually kind of big, too, because the Warriors are, are three and a half games ahead of the Lakers right now. Would you guys rule out the Warriors for the rest of the season? Without Steph, without Steph, yeah, no. you would rule, rule, the, rule them out of the playoffs. Well, just out of like somebody that you would fear, like like. Can, oh can, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't fear. like. I still think they're a team that that sneaks into the playoffs, and and then when they're healthy, they could be, they could very easily wind up being the team that is still standing at the end. But um, without Steph, yeah, I don't think you fear them as much without Steph Curry. Just gives you that sense, though. You can't keep going down the way he's going. It's just like. Seasons just didn't meant to. It wasn't meant to be. Ever since the Draymond punch, it went downhill from that. Yeah, yeah. Man, 
And that was before the season even started. Uh, sending Russ to Utah was cold due to his past history. Good trade with youth defense and shooting. If I ever see another three-guard lineup, I swear. Well, Russ, I can all but guarantee, like, no one is printing Westbrook jerseys in Utah right now. No. He's not, he's not, he will not, not even set foot in Utah as a jazz player, I would imagine. He's going to, to secure a buyout and, uh, and he'll be a free agent and then he'll sign with uh, the Clippers, the Bulls, the Heat. Those are the three teams we've heard mentioned so far. The Bulls? Really? That, that yeah, was the team that popped up. Yep. That's strange. I was telling Trevor, I'm thinking it's because they've got Kobe White and Caruso potentially in deals. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, with Damian out, which big would you get, Cousins or Dwight? I don't think they get either. I think you got think him. You got Vanderbilt. Yeah, I think they're good on bigs. Yeah. Dwight's a superstar overseas now. He is. He's an all star. Living the life. Well, here's a good question for you guys. Not to get too far ahead, let's just say the Lakers stay put. Do you think they add anyone via buyout market? Probably. They could. They have an open roster spot. Yep. They certainly could. Certainly probably, could. probably keep it flexible for the rest of the way. I would assume mm-hmm. save on that tax bill. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anthony appreciate the commitment on back-to-back live vids. Well, thank you, Anthony Mason. The Anthony Mason. Uh, uh, g- given our situation, this was a hell of a trade to get two top 15, three point shooters and a wing defender for one first. Do you guys v- view Jared Vanderbilt as a wing defender? No, I think you can you he can switch in, in pinches or in, in spurts, but I I don't view him as like your classic wing defender. He's like Wendy Gabriel to me. When you, when you think of the best defensive players in the league, wouldn't you guys say that there's like probably what maybe ten, and then there's just a huge drop off from there? Mm-hmm. Just something like that, yeah. They just don't yeah. play defense really anymore. And it, and it's hard in, in today's NBA with the amount of spacing, the way the game's officiated. It's not easy to play defense in, in today's league. Yeah, you've got to um, be super rangy, tall, and quick. Like otherwise, it's hard. Like Giannis is perfect, but yeah. there are a lot of Giannis in your pocket, around. like like uh, opponents do against the Lakers. Oh, like, Boston. <laughs> like Boston, it's easier than you think. Uh, if the Clippers buy out John Wall, should we sign? You mean just like the clip buy out John Wall, the Clippers sign Russell Westbrook, and the Lakers wind up with John Wall? No, no, <laughs> I would not. I would not do that. I'm okay on that too. Yeah, then we can play more three guard lineups. There you go. It's, it's sad about that guy too because he looked like he was he was kind of I wouldn't say completely back to form, but like formidable, right? Healthy in the, in the beginning, and then he just fell off the same way he always falls off. Did you guys see that the Clippers are shopping Reggie Jackson too? I saw that. He hasn't yeah. been great this year. Yeah. Except for when they play the Lakers. Clippers are going to end up with uh, Russell Westbrook and Christian Wood, and we're going to riot, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That or that or tomorrow we're going to get the uh, the Fred Van Vliet trade to the Clippers. Oh, that would be brutal. I love Fred. Yeah. Uh, Nico. What the Raptors do, though. They're, they're doing uh, something. They're doing something. I mean, now we're hearing they might be a buyer for Jakob Pertl. I saw that. They, they're all over the place. Nobody really, and I think they like this. Nobody knows if they're a buyer or a seller yet. I mean, they've needed a center for freaking forever. So, you mean Andrea Bargnani didn't get that done. You mean number one overall pick, Andre Bargnani? Number one yeah. overall pick. Yeah. Uh, Nico says Beverly and a first round pick for Pirtle, then explore the buyout market. Uh, again, I think somebody else is going to offer more for, for Pirtle. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be targeting players like Pirtle anyway. So, no. No. Um, don't want to ruin the moment. The Lakers are four back of sixth with 28 games left and have a lot of work to do. Great step, but do you think they make the playoffs? 
million dollar question. Yeah, I think you have a better chance now than you did before the trade. Agreed. I mean, we all agreed it was like plus three wins with this move, roughly. That that could be the deal. That could be the the tiebreaker, really. But it, but you also have to you you have to when you're when you're looking at this like the Lakers needed to make sure that whatever move they did was a move that can help them not just this season but for the future. And I think they accomplished that with this with this trade. Mm-hmm. And so that's what like even if things flame out this season, this is still a good move for the future. Yeah, that's why I love this move. I think they've got pieces for at least next season to play around with. So yeah, I'm, I'm all about it. Yes, indeed. Uh, Vector Nova, with 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 a good point. I can't believe Rob got into a trade with Danny Ainge and got him to accept a protected first, one through four, and it's one that converts to a second immediately. Like if it if it falls third, goodbye first round pick Utah. Genuinely good job by Rob, and thank you, Danny Ainge, known Lakers ally. Also, Minnesota, what are you doing? How how did that happen? How did the Lakers get into a trade with Danny Ainge and not get fleeced? Your guess is as good as mine, man. I think maybe uh, Danny just realized, hey, look, my shtick isn't working anymore. People are not dealing with me the way they used to deal with me, so I have to do something. Maybe. And we're clearly rebuilding, so. I mean, he was clearly very thirsty for one of those Lakers picks. So I think by I think right. getting one any means necessary was probably the end goal for him. Which yeah. kind of tells you a lot about the future for the Lakers, too, though. If these if these teams that, that 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 pick could be very very valuable. So yeah, it could be. Uh, Super dope hip hop says Delo's last eleven, twenty two six and three on sixty four percent shoot true shooting, forty eight percent from the field, forty five percent on threes. On 10 three-point attempts per game. Wow. That's pretty darn good. I, I, I just hope there's not regression coming. None of those have wanted of, to get traded. <laughs> no one on the Lakers has been close to that for any stretch. No. So that's awesome. No. No, when Dino was hot or like when you know, he got going, I mean he was pretty deadly, but it's just he's so hot and cold. And I think as like the very, very clear third option on the Lakers, like offensively, I think he'll do pretty well in that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely can't be a one. Definitely can't be a two. Yeah. Uh, hey, Chris, who loses minutes between Lonnie, Troy Brown, Beverly, and Reeves? Obviously should remain in, in the rotation, but more potential moves to be made. Depends on how the trade shake out tomorrow, no? Yep. Yeah, I, I, again, I don't think we're done. I don't think we're done here. Uh, Russ fan here. Hope you all do well this season. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Agreed. From a, a Russ fan. We're going to do a few more. By the way, the Super Chats that we don't get to uh, on this show, I'll save them and, and we'll get to them on uh, on tomorrow's show. I'll, maybe I'll do a midday show because we have a game tomorrow as well. Uh, Samuel Newman, great job, Rob. Now need to change the coaching staff. Anyway, we can get Ime Udoka. Oh, I'm not touching that dude with a 10-foot pole, man. Yeah. Who was the team that tried to get him? Or that was like on the cusp? Uh, that, the that was the Nets. Yeah, right. Was the Nets? Thought it was like a done deal, and then they pulled out like last second. Public yeah. backlash, bullying works exactly. sometimes. Bogdanovich for an unprotected 29 first, go all in. Yeah, I would do it. Yeah, I mean, now I think you are kind of in, like you're going for it here. Just think of the options you got there with him mm-hmm. on the team. Like that's pretty sick. And then say you, you know, you get somebody else for for Lonnie and Pat Bev. Um, 
they could really put together a, a solid team of just role players and two superstars, you know? The formula. Yeah, 2020. All right, let's let's uh, let's do one more here. Gaming with Bobby. D'Lo is at the same level as Russ, but can shoot. Then we unloaded Juan and Jones for two young players we can keep. Roster is fine unless the Raptors trade Trent. What do you guys think? Are you, are you good? If, if they do nothing else, are you good with the roster right now? I think it's fine. I think Ryan said it best earlier. I think they can probably sneak into the playoffs, but competing with like the best teams might be a struggle. I think there may be a move or two still away from being a real like legitimate threat. Yeah, and I think they know that too. I think they know that they've gotten better, but they haven't gotten better or, uh, good enough. Well, here's the bright side, right, is that you can bring back most of this roster next season. If it works... Yeah, if it works. Assuming like the Lakers go on some good stretch, they get to the playoffs, they win a round, or they have a competitive first round, whatever. You can bring back the same exact team almost next year and run it and you know conceivably make a real run at it. It's a good test drive. Good test drive. What do you think, Trevor? Yeah, I, I think they I think that you definitely can. Um I, I like the optionality that this that this move brings you. You've got an opportunity to do something right now. It helps you in the present and it helps you in the future. I think you can you can figure out what you've got this year. And if like if D'Angelo Russell, like you said, if D'Angelo Russell doesn't work out this year, okay, maybe you can. I mean, Matt, you're already trying to speak this into existence. <laughs> I'm maybe not trying to. I'm just I'm speaking to the possibility of it because you know people are going to ask. Maybe there's a sign and trade involving a, a certain Dallas Mavericks player now uh, in the summer. Not named Luca. Yeah, not yeah. named Luca. Yeah. God, that'd be nice. Oh, if Luca came here. Yes, I would. Yes, but his his co-star would be available. No, I know. I'm just I'm just dreaming of Luca. Right? Oh, I am too. <laughs> just he's he's outside of Damian Lillard, he's my next guy. I want in purple and gold, I just man. Love watching that guy play. He's got he, such a crazy he is fantastic. old school basketball and like new era at the same time. It's, it's wild. And he's slow as shit, so it makes me feel fast. <laughs> <laughs> Can we end on that? <laughs> I think we can. I, I think we can. We can end on that. I think that's that's just fine. That's perfectly acceptable. Uh, by the way, guys, it, I did not get through all of the super chats. Didn't get anywhere close. So I will add these into a show tomorrow. Appreciate all of you guys who joined us for this one. The Lakers make a trade. D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt. Welcome to LA. Russell Westbrook, Damian Jones, Juan Toscano Anderson. Thank you for your services. Heading to. Utah, uh, we'll see uh, where Russ ultimately winds up. But for now, the Lakers are moving on. The new look team, and they may not be done. Trade deadline tomorrow, 3 o'clock Eastern time. Make sure you are subscribing to the Lakers Nation YouTube channel. We'll keep you up to date on everything. Podcast listeners, make sure you're following us over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Uh, Matt, Ryan, thanks, guys, for coming on here. A lot of fun and uh, fun night. Always a fun time around the trade deadline. Could be a busy day tomorrow, too. Yeah, let's hope for more live videos tomorrow, right? That's right. We're drinking all day tomorrow, right? All day? Yeah, that, it, correct. That's how we're <laughs> going to get through the day. Let's go. Until <laughs> next time, everybody. See ya and stay safe. Later.
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.